Welcome in to the Running with the Wolves post-game podcast here on the Believe Sports Network and on YouTube. Glad to have you along. And we are talking about tonight's game between the Wolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. And just just a great performance all around by the Wolves. A, A nice a nice another game where they could run away with it and something that i've been noticing about the wolves lately is they they're, they're not letting teams creep back into the game they're letting they're having the ability to play their third and second string guys late in games because they are sustaining leads even without carl anthony or sorry even without anthony edwards and it's great to see. I, I, I've been really loving it. And by the way, if you got any questions, leave it in the leave it in the comments, and we'd love to uh, answer them. No, Chris, right now tonight. Uh, it's just me. Uh, we're also going to be putting this on the on Spotify as well. If you missed it, and it's it was just a great game tonight. And we, we're talking about some individual performances, and where you got to start with is is uh Rudy Gobert who was just fantastic tonight a- as I get up the score uh the the box score here this is absolutely the Rudy that we thought we were going to get when we traded for him last year it's just been absolutely fantastic to watch and he he's excelled at every every aspect of his game in fact uh, I've heard a lot of rumblings that he could potentially win MVP, and honestly, I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately, but I think he's been the MVP of this team so far, so let's run through some stats. Rudy Gobert, 6 for 9 from the field, nice. 4 for 4 from the free throw line. Here's here's the stat. Now, everyone's going to go to the... Everyone's going to go to the blocks, which we'll talk about in a second. Nine offensive rebounds tonight. Nine offensive rebounds. He almost had a double-double with just offensive rebounds and points. And, you know, he gets a couple more blocks. Could be going for a triple-double just with offensive rebounds, points, and blocks. But all those extra possessions, and that doesn't even count the numerous times where Rudy would tap the ball out to Troy Brown Jr. or Shake Milton. Huge, huge performance out of Rudy tonight. 20 total rebounds. He's just been killing it lately. Six blocks. Of course, that's a huge stat, but I think almost as big is the 20 rebounds. A plus 25. Of course, last game, if you will remember, Rudy was a plus 31, and the Wolves only won by eight points. The the impact of Rudy is unmeasurable right now. He also had a steal, which if you remember, he tried to take it coast to coast. Luckily, the ball went out of bounds off of Memphis. Now, if he would have done that and it was a close game, I would have been pissed off. But thankfully, the Wolves were up a good amount um, uh, into that game. Yes, as Sinodex says, Rudy, Defensive Player of the Year. He's won it three times. I honestly think he could absolutely win it again. Again, And he has just been the catalyst for everything tonight. Uh, and uh, we also got to talk about Carl Anthony Towns, who was 
Bait, I mean, that's who Cat is. High efficient player. Uh, went 50% from the field tonight, hit two threes, 50% from behind the three-point line. As uh, Jim Peterson was saying in the broadcast, he actually probably could take a couple more threes if if he wanted to. He A lot of times he drove to the paint instead, which he did score, but I do think he could be taking a couple more threes. Carl Anthony Towns, really good tonight. He's a plus 17, uh, two offensive rebounds, seven uh, seven rebounds in total. Also had five assists and just a great performance. But where I think this game was won and where I think the Wolves really pulled away in this game was the the filling in for Anthony Edwards, particularly um, Anthony Edwards. Of course, he goes out with four minutes only tonight. Didn't even register, didn't even score, went 0 for 1. But then who comes in? But Troy Brown Jr., some huge shots, particularly in the third quarter, which was huge for the Wolves as they mounted a 14-point advantage in the fourth quarter. Would have been higher if it wasn't for that blunder uh, at the end of the quarter where Shake Milton, I don't know if it was a blunder because he had an open layup, threw it up to Cat, who missed the shot. Then they got a three in the corner. So would have been almost a 17-point disparity if it wasn't for that blunder in the third quarter. But what I have been noticing lately is the Wolves have been taking advantage of third quarters. That was the bugaboo last season and a couple other seasons for the Wolves was that they they would not play well in the third quarter. They'd have a 10-point lead going into the fourth and then absolutely blow it. But they did great this third quarter. And recently, they've been having some great third quarters as well. But Troy Brown Jr., 8 for 10 from the field, 80%, 4 for 6 from 3. He's a plus 18 in only 30 minutes of play, 20 points. He also had a nice steal, also 4 assists. I mean, that's what you want for someone filling in for Anthony Edwards. Other guys who played great tonight, uh, Mike Conley, 19 points, a plus 25. He's always a steady hand. I think I can't I can't guarantee this, but I think it's safe to say that Mike Conley likes playing in Memphis. He did it for years and he's doing it now. Just a great performance out of Mike Conley tonight. Seven assists. Like I said, two for three from three, six for eleven from the field. And he's been struggling from three lately, but he had it going tonight. Nikhil Alexander Walker hit some clutch shots. Uh four for eight from three, 14 points. Uh, great performance out of him as well. And then, of course, finally, we see something out of Shake Milton. 17 points tonight, a plus nine, three for five from three. And honestly, those two acquisitions for the for the Wolves tonight uh, in the offseason are looking pretty good right now. I got to be honest, uh, looking pretty good. The two acquisitions that the Wolves made in the offseason and Troy Brown Jr. and Shake Milton. Two pretty good acquisitions, at least tonight. <laughs> 
other side of the ball, you also got to really applaud Nikhil Alexander-Walker for what he did on Desmond Bain. Now, he still shot almost 50% from the field, 6 for 13, 4 for 6 from 3. But that's pretty good. Remember, he's coming off a 49-point game and is their main guy. Held him to 16 points. Pretty impressive there. Jaron Jackson Jr. with a 21. Like uh, Jim Peterson was saying, it is ugly. It's almost like watching Joakim Noah shoot threes when he's shooting up, hoisting up a three, but the Wolves got it done in the end on that one. Uh, Play some good defense inside. I think most of his points came from the three. And then no one really significantly, Jalen Noel, there's always that worry that the former Timberwolf is going to stab us in the hearts. But no worries of that tonight with Jalen Noel. He did finish with eight points, but really was a non-factor. I think some of that was in garbage time as well. So good job defending him. And then really, just looking at this Grizzlies team, they are just undermatched. They just don't have the pieces right now to build anything, particularly when your point guard is an aging Derrick Rose, as much as I love him. Believe me, I went nuts when he had that 50-point game on Halloween. I thought, oh, the old Derrick Rose is back. But this is, what, five years since then? Come on. Like, this is not the Derrick Rose of old. I'm not saying on certain nights he can't get hot and make some shots and put up 30. I'm not saying that he can't do that, but I don't think he can do it on a consistent basis. And they really need Jaw back. Uh, as soon as possible, I think looking at their record six and 15. So game 21 sounds like four more games and hopefully for them, he'll be ready to go. But the question is, will it be too late? What if they lose a couple more of these games and they're like, I don't know, seven and 17 or something like that will or seven and 18, I guess it would be. Will, will they be able to scratch and claw their way back? Cause the beauty last year, and they, you also got to remember they're doing a Marcus Smart as well. The beauty last year for Memphis was Ja would go out for stretches, and they were almost better without him. I think they missed the steady hand of Tyus Jones. Of course, they're missing Stephen Adams as well. But man, it is it, it's it's tough cooking for Memphis right now as they find themselves one in nine at home. That's ugly. That's ugly for a team that went to the Western Conference semifinals last year. That is, uh, that, that's not, when you make the big trade for Marcus Smart, you're not thinking you're starting the year going one and nine at home. But back to the Timberwolves, 17 and four, ladies and gentlemen. Let's enjoy this. This is great. You think Ant goes out of the game, hopefully it's just a hit pointer. You think, okay, maybe we drop this one. No, like this game, they are getting it done. Also, the Oklahoma City game as well. Ant goes out. We're down four. They go against a full-strength Oklahoma City team, and they win the game. That's amazing. That's not usual Timberwolves behavior, but it's the behavior that we are getting this season. So I've been loving what I've been seeing out of the Wolves. It's been so fun to watch. I've so much enjoyed it, and I hope that you are enjoying it as well let's take a look at some of the team stats uh in tonight's game so the wolves definitely an advantage they go 50 percent from the field 
Uh, 15 for 38 from three-point land. So you know what that means. Get your beef and cheddar tomorrow if you live in the Minneapolis, Minnesota area because we're getting some beefs and cheddars. 39% from three. Now, it's interesting. The uh, McGrizzlies actually shot uh, 15 from 35, so 42% from threes. So credit to the Timberwolves for winning a game in, in, in which they were outshot from three and winning the game that handily, which they were outshot from three. And I think a big contributor to that is at the free throw line. Uh, Rudy Go. Oh, that's another thing I mentioned. Rudy Gobert didn't miss a free throw tonight. That's impressive. And the Wolves themselves, 92% from the free throw line, 24 for 26. Great performance out of out of the Wolves tonight in that. They out-assist Memphis 30 to 24. That's huge. Of course, the block advantage, 8 to 4. And man, just the hustle plays. Uh, they did have more turnovers, but uh, points in the paint advantage, 48 to 42. And of course, the Wolves come away with a 127 to 103 win. Let's look forward to what's coming next for the Timberwolves, of course. Uh, the uh, It's going to be a good weekend if you're a Wolves fan because you can just sit back, watch the Army-Navy game, watch the Vikes game, and you don't need to worry about the Wolves until Monday as they travel to uh, New Orleans, who just got destroyed by the LA Lakers, uh, in the, in the, uh, mid season tournament. Of course, they have a healthy CJ McCollum back. Of course, they're full strength. This is going to be the toughest matchup against new Orleans. I know the first one we destroyed them. Uh, second one, they of course only had Brandon Ingram. That was basically it. Of course, Jose Alvarado's back. Herb Jones is back and Zion should be playing. We, we, uh, We've uh, avoided him the first two games, but I would expect him to play this game. But uh, should be an interesting road. And then we got the Mavericks, but we'll talk about that coming forward. And, you know, I, I think we're going to put it there. I just wanted to give a few of my thoughts from tonight's game. So big takeaways from tonight's game. Great job by the supporting cast. Uh, particularly when Ant goes out, Troy Brown Jr., Shake Milton was great as well. Hope to have Ant back. Rudy is is playing an MVP caliber type of season, and it's just this has been fun. This might be the funnest Wolves season we have had yet. So enjoy it. We remain number one in the West. This is the Running with the Wolves podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see a new podcast, full-length podcast with my boy Chris Emerson will be coming soon. Until then, this is the Running with the Wolves podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Make sure to give us five stars on Spotify and give us a like on YouTube and follow and subscribe as well. Good night, everybody. This has been Running with the Wolves podcast. Have a good night. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.